Of course, interesting sports field week we have had so far. Uh, it's been quite good to see a lot of things happening from the World Athletics Championships, of course, to the Women's Euros, the Women's AFCON, all of this bringing to us some of the best uh, sporting events, uh, some of the best sporting festivals uh, we can always talk about. This is your Sports Memo Podcast, and it is the Commonwealth Games series, where all the talk will be about the Commonwealth Games. And there is so much, so much to talk about. There is so much to break down uh, looking at the Commonwealth Games. Yes, it begins on the 28th of July. It will run straight to the 8th of August. It's going to be happening in Birmingham. That is where all of the magic will be coming from. And for Team Nigeria, there is so much everyone expects from them. Right here on your Sports Member Podcast, uh, this is what we will be doing for the Commonwealth Games Series. Because my name is Mary Akinshola, and welcome, of course, to everyone uh, listening to us and also joining us right here on the podcast. Well, uh, let me quickly uh, bring in everyone who will be talking to us, of course, right here on the podcast today. First, I've got Godwin Nathaniel. Uh, all the way from Abuja, Nigeria. Hi, Godwin. Welcome to the pod. Hi, Mary. Good to be here. And hey, welcome already. You know, keep right on. And I'm pretty much set to, you know, enjoy all of the thrills and the thrills from the Commonwealth Games, you know? Yeah, I, I do agree with you on that one. Also, we've got the style of Lower Carey, uh, from, uh, all the way from Abuja. So I think it's an Abuja thing now. Interesting. Hi, Busaya. Hi, Mary. And um, it's good to be on the podcast tonight and I'm um, looking at the preparation of Nigeria ahead of the Commonwealth Games. Uh, well, I've also got Tenoke Esson. Mm, is it Lagos now or Oyo? I don't know which one it is, Tenoke, but then good afternoon and welcome to the pod. <laughs> it's nice to be here. It's nice to see that we have a lot of people in this podcast. Good name, everybody. Um, looking forward to seeing Nigeria when we are the Commonwealth Games. Let's go. Yes, let's go. That's ah, the the best there. Uh, we've also got Raymond to the locker right here on the pod. Ray, uh, I, I, I think he's on the ball. I guess he's going to uh, join us later. Well, guys, let's just let's start the conversation uh, right away. Let's talk about the World of Celtics Championship. That's going on right now. We're in day five, Team Nigeria. Some people would say, of course, we have not gotten to the final day yet, so we can't uh, actually say, yes, this is how it's all going to go at the end of the day. But then, Gordon, let me start with you. How would you assess Team Nigeria so far at the World Athletics Championship? Uh, well, um, for us, well, not so good, I would say, you know. Um, uh, our athletes tried, but, well, no matter yet. You probably want to look at the likes of Kenya and Ethiopia. Right up there with the likes of US, you know, top of the table and all. So, um, you probably now Nigeria and say uh, perhaps we're probably not playing our way to like the first two. But the truth is, it is just a mirror of where athletic teams in Nigeria currently, you know, back in the days, we used to have very, very big athletes who compete at the global stage, Obin Namiti and the like. Uh, but well, thankfully, I wouldn't say it's all bad. The U.S. Columbia system has helped us to so, uh, get athletes like Pablo Philly, Grace Walker, you know, Odi, and 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 Etebuma and the like. Uh, but so far, but the hopes are still on. Probably from look out for in Nigerian athletes about four athletes will be in the 200 meter semifinals, three women and one man. So it gives us a bit of a hope. Pablo Philly won a hit, you know, with a time of two four seconds. 
Bruce Walker also had a good finish. Um, finished third in hit five. Rosemary Tukuba also, you know, finished fifth in hit one. Ukoji, uh, the young brother who was forced to flash at the World Youth Athletic Championship in Kenya last year in Nairobi. It was it earlier this year now? You know, also in there uh, after he finished the third in hit five. There's something to look forward to on the brighter side, but the truth is, just like almost every sport, I think to be some decline. Perhaps I'm also interested. Well, thank you, Godwin, there for that contribution. Just like you put it, so much is going on with Team Nigeria at the Athletic Championships, and of course, it, it looks good in the 200 meters. Uh, particularly, but then we look at other categories that we have actually featured in, and we hasn't been uh, turned out uh, for the team. Victoria, let me come to you. Uh, before we went yeah. out for this um, tournament, uh, there were lots of talk now about AFN. There was lots of talk about some athletes not making it. I'm talking about drug testing. I'm talking about uh, some people being dropped and all of that. Uh, how would you describe? how the AFN has handled the issue of drug testing and also availability and also registration of assets at events uh, stemming from going back from the Olympics uh, right to all of the uh, tournaments we have had in Africa and then up until right now looking at the World Athletic Championship. Uh, uh, when you come back to the uh, Olympics in Tokyo, you remember the fact that the time they came on here uh, we'll look into what issues we is to get into having issues with athletes instead of death. You don't want the situation that happens that blessed the tag barrier and so and they've been content. Uh, the technical director of the Federation talking about uh, Mr. Samuel and Mr. Kua, an ex-international and an ex-athlete uh, who has committed is a man who has really made sure that we follow the track record of all the athletes, whether you are far away uh, from the from the America or from, from the US or from the UK, any part of Europe, and you are not in Nigeria. We want to make sure that following your your update, your season best, your personal best. And I'm looking for it. I, I know of an injury that happened uh, before it started to where air force of this, uh, the, and by the time they went into the details of the lady, they discovered that she's not even a class of those that we have in Nigeria. So why put such a person in front? So uh, they are really working against any athlete uh, of uh, Team Nigeria going into drugs, going into doping, which they don't want. They have said it from the beginning of their reign that they want to have all their athletes clean. They want to make sure that they didn't leave anything, any stone on turn. And I think uh, that's the best way to leave. You make sure that all your athletes are clean, then you can get into running. Uh, looking at the participation about um, the registration of athletes for tournaments and also getting clearance for them, I think it boils down to so many things. The airplane or any federation is meant to prepare the team. Then the role of the they know the scholarship is a stake. They know the date. They know the moment. Why would you not get everything set for the federation? Why will you not get everything set for the athletes to know that by this day, submit your final. 
refused to grant this uh, 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 to for the championship in Oregon. It's so disappointing. A lot needs to be called and checked. If anybody is found wanting, I think that person should be punished. It's quite interesting, of course, Abusaya, some of the things you have touched on there, although uh, I think we, we barely could pick out some things. Uh, but then you were talking about people getting punished uh, after, you know, being found wanting of so, so one or the other. How would you describe how Nigeria now as a system, the fourth ministry so far, has been able to met her punishment to actually to have been found guilty at one point or another? How would you describe that process? Uh, I think um, under the reign of um, Son Fidari in this current administration, uh, I think um, the other aspect um, who, uh, the news in terms of doping and everything is blessing of Kagbari. And um, at the time, even the state government, uh, the desktop government, uh, really wanted to uh, go in and try to find a way to, to uh, clean out themselves. So, you know, there have been one major uh, backstop of blessings that. Uh, the track record going up and high. And for the ministry, they have put out um, a, um, a guideline for every federation to put up the thing. If they are going for any championship, make sure that um, you get it right. They've been talking about that performance and the ministry has everything they need to do. Get it right, get it in, make sure we are attempting to put that in the this let it be properly uh, announced that we run. You will hear the 100 meter girls saying that they should have been able to compete uh, when it's uh, being. The, the, the connection is quite bad. Like, we hear you sometimes, we don't hear you sometimes. And it's just like really hard to keep up uh, with what you're saying because we don't hear you sometimes. Oh, okay. Maybe I have to turn my location in my room to uh, the sitting room and let me get back. Oh, oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll just um, do that and we'll get back to you. Uh, we have Raymond here. And I, I think I'd like to go to Raymond next. Um, Raymond, let's uh, also, let's just stay on the topic, which is the AFN topic. Uh, drug testing, um, athletes having to complain publicly. Uh, they talking about politics coming into the situation. What do you make of all of this? I mean, we've been hearing about this for a long time as far as Nigerian sports is concerned, but then it's been on the rise uh, of recent. What do you make of it? I'm sorry, can you hear me? Uh, I don't think we have Busai over there. Um, Godwin, uh, if yes, you're there, can, you, can you help us, you know, contribute to, to this conversation? Uh, I don't know. Am I am I there? Yes, you are. I can I can hear you clearly. Okay. Um, so for me, really, uh, there seems to be a bit of a role conflict as it concerns the whole doping issue and testing for athletes in the Nigerian, you know, sports system. Um, I think um, the the ministry needs to, needs to understand that there is a role that um, the AFN needs to play. The athletics of Nigeria, ARU, the uh, integrity unit of athletics should be working with the AFN because when tournaments are on, you expect out-of-tournament testing to be done, or, you know, and I do not see why the ministry tries to interfere. Now, when things go bad, the ministry would point fingers at the AFN. But then when the planning is coming and the approaches are coming, the ministry is taking all of it. So we need to have, firstly, we need to have a standardized, you know, 
anti-doping agents in Nigeria. They cut across different sports. I tell you what, you go to the MPFL, you see what players do, and then it leaves a lot to be desired. So I think um, athletics inclusive, we need to have a nation, a standard anti-doping agency. And the AFN should also have one domiciled in to take care of athletes, you know, time for out-of-tournament testing, you know they're aware about, comes to tournament uh, periods, schedules, you know what to do, athletes come around for testing also. So we understand who to hold responsible when things go bad. Now, for the, for, for the world, for, for the, you know, in Oregon, a couple of athletes are complaining left out in the cold, claiming when it was time for their Astronomy testing to be done, they were available and, and they were tested. For the narrative from the from the federation and from the ministry is different. So this 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 whole disarray, the whole thing, disarray doesn't help anyone. We should have these things well spelled out on paper that for in in tournament, out of tournament, should take care of it. The ministry should only come in as a regulatory body, a supervisory body to the federations, not to take the place or the functions or the duties of the federations. Uh, but it, it doesn't look as worse as it, as it was during the Olympic Games, where it was a total mess, it was pure shambles. Uh, but also, we've got our stinkers in our locker this time around, with the athletes who are complaining. I mean, a lady said, uh, she had to switch from the US to compete on Nigeria, you know, putting all the efforts to qualify at the end of the day. She couldn't make it because of no fault of her. So how what do you send to athletes who are out there who are probably looking at coming to Nigeria from the college system, you know, from the grassroots, in terms of total disorganization. And I do not think these things are so difficult for us to do. But hopefully, you know, uh, we sort these things out in the nearest future. We know that um Paris twenty twenty four isn't so far away the, the uh, what's it called now? You know, the, the Olympics in 2024 and probably a few other tournaments and championships the Diamond League. We probably not have the AFN and all of that all in this one. But we need to put our house in order to increase ourselves on the you know, on the global scene. Uh, you're quite correct with that. Putting our house in order and then making sure that these things uh, do not repeat themselves on the global scene. Uh, Tineke, if you're there, uh, I would like to, you know, come to you with this one. And that's, of course, coming back to the conversation about uh, team selection uh, going into the Commonwealth Games. Quite interesting uh, when the list came out. And then the first thing that struck so many people was the fact that the ministry said they prioritised, and that is why they will be competing in only nine events at the Commonwealth Games. Uh, for you, how did you, how did, how did you see that, you know, just nine events happening? I don't know. I feel like it's more of the kind of athlete you have because if you are competing in nine events, there's one guarantee that you get medals. Because for me, I believe as much as you can compete in other competitions, you'll be able to give yourself a chance of medal. But why compete in nine events? See that we don't have athletes to compete in other events. Is it that you feel like because I remember when the table tennis list came out, a lot of people were skeptical about the names that were on that list. Of course, we are happy to see some junior table tennis player go, but you look at why was some experienced player not there and was talked from the sports ministry about prioritizing this over this. What what are the requirements? What are what do you what are the basics you used to choose this athlete to go perform at the Commonwealth? 
But at the end of the day, like God naturally said, a lot of things are not in order in the sports ministry in the country. Um, as you say, Nigerian sports. So once we keep having these issues, we keep having issues with going out there to perform and make a name for the country. So that is what is happening. Uh, guys, can we please put our phones on silence? I, there is this buzzing sound from someone's phone. I don't know someone's phone. I don't know who. But can we please, uh, you know, we'll be out of here very soon. I think I like where um, Dinika picked up that one from talking about what are the criteria that we use in selecting how everyone has been prioritized to make uh, those uh, to make those nine uh, sporting events. Raymond, I would like your contribution, of course, to uh, that same talk about why we're only competing in nine events uh, going into the Commonwealth Games. Uh, well, I am very well. Yes, of course. I thank God there is network. <laughs> uh, well, I think uh, we play by the strength and by the words we have, we can use. Uh, all you measure nine are nine games in which we can compete. It shows that uh, we've neglected a whole lot. I mean, if you check, if you check the Commonwealth Games itself, there are so many games, and of course, individual events gives you more, uh, gives you more medals, much more than uh, any of the team's events. But uh, we've chosen to go with nine, and that shows how limited we are. I think I was saying what are the criteria and every other thing. But for me, I think it's down to what we can afford in terms of money, finances, and of course the athletes that are available on ground for us to choose. When you go in tonight event, you don't expect much made up, you don't expect a whole lot from there. But then you need to leverage on the number of athletes you can take over there and of course see if you can get one or two things. So for me, much more away from the criteria because if you start pulling out the criteria at the end of the day, we might not actually get through. But the thing is, it is what is available for us. We want to make use of. It is the games we feel can participate and get something out of it. We also want to make use of. It is those games that we feel that cool and one or two medals that we also uh, want to make a use of. I won't be breaking. I don't need to be breaking down. I mean, the sort of games that we. Ah, uh, thank you, Raymond, of course, for that contribution. Uh, but let me come to you. Uh, but then, for me, uh, Raymond. We can barely hear you, so I'm going straight to Busaya now. Um, Busaya, you, I want you to also contribute to this conversation about the number of games we'll be competing in. Uh, we've got 18 uh, possible um, games to enter into. We've only picked nine. We're kind of talking about criteria with which, of course, we are picking uh, those games are going into. We're talking about money. But then also, let's not forget that we've had four years to remember, four years to prepare that we are going to the Commonwealth Games and just about um, months into it, you are saying, oh, we've only got nine games to be a part of. What do you make of this? Uh, I think, uh, I doubt if we have Busayo out there with us. Uh, so I think, uh, Godwin, uh, let me come to you with that question because I'm really interested in everyone's opinion about we just competing in nine, or just nine, nine uh, sports at the Games. Yeah, really for me, uh, I, I think um, I'll probably start with the minister a bit because honestly, I do not see points when we put our athletes and, um, you know, dole out, dole out the, the, the finances to just go out there for, for Jamboree without really, really competing because at the end of it, the whole essence is to, you know, um, test yourself against the best in the world and see how far you can measure up in a situation. Now, let's let's go back to time. 
you know, our, our party contract the Commonwealth Games in 2010. And that was when India, Delhi in particular, hosted the Commonwealth Games back in that year. We had, we, we competed in about 18 to 19 sports. Fielded athletes in our classes, in wrestling, cycling, gymnastics, weightlifting, archery, badminton, boxing, hockey, long balls, netball, rugby sevens, long balls, and the like, football uh, tennis and tennis and squash. But at the end of the day, we were only able to amass 11 gold medals, like eight silver medals and 14 bronze medals. And out of all of those, we only have about maybe gold medals in about four or five sports. You know, so it, it leaves a lot to be desired. We, it leaves a lot to be desired. So there is no need going with the numbers if we cannot compete. I listened to the minister when he explained the rationale behind the selection of nine sports only. He said, look, they have to go through, you know, um, a kind of criteria to check out this, the, the, the athletes who are ranked really high in the sports they compete in. And he made mention of the fact that, for example, an athlete who is ranked 128 in the world cannot go to the Commonwealth Games and expect to win a medal. You are ranked 128. Like how many ladders do you need to climb to go win or to, to go get a podium finish? You know, it makes a lot of sense if you have athletes who are top 10 in the sport, maybe top 15 and probably top 20 and you want, you want to work on top tech in such, you know, um, sports. So really, for me, I think it makes sense we are prioritizing nine sports, not to say others are, are shut out completely, but Let's go where we go with our strength. And athletics has always been a strong house for us, you know, a strong spot for us in terms of uh, competing and jostling for, for uh, medals. We the Commonwealth Games some years back, maybe in 2018, you probably want to go back in 2018. We had good medals from athletes with Blessing or Calgary, you know, and a couple other athletes here and there who came through for us. I think, uh, I can't remember if AC Brome got, 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 um, got almost on one goal back in 2018. You know, that was when Gold Post hosted. We also had Galagima who won gold in the men's 100 meters, um, T47 and, and, and the likes, you know. And no surprises, athletics have got 33 athletes out of the 94 we're taking to the Commonwealth Games this time around. Boxing have got nine. I think also in the last Commonwealth Games, we had about two medals from boxing. Judo also putting out this for us. Um, judo might not have been a very, very successful one for us recently, but it's also a powerhouse to work upon. Athletics are delivered to us all day, every day. You know, Paralympics has always been there. Weightlifting, uh, powerlifting now. Powerlifting needs no introduction. The likes of Luke J.K. Paul, KND at the last Commonwealth Games. Medaling wrestling needs no introduction. So, Adekoroye won gold in the women. The 7kg defensive champion. Let's go to Dudu, also won gold. 7kg at the last. You know, and Adini also won gold. 2kg. All of these athletes did wonders at the last Commonwealth Games. So, it is only rational, it is logical to build on this, while other to other sports who are not in here now can also take this time out from obstacle to build their profile, move up the rankings, you know, either zonal, regional region, or regional circle of it, or the international state. So by the time the next one circle comes around, or the only African championship, you have a private advantage working for you. But for me, it makes no sense 
if you know you are ranked 150 or probably 97 in the world, into the Commonwealth Games. Man, I'm not sure you do anything for us. What's the only sense of it? <laughs> very, very interesting. A very interesting take there. I don't know if um, Sinuke or Raymond have uh, something they want to contribute or something they want to object to. Um, uh, talking about what Godwin just said. Let, let me see. Does anyone have anything they want to say in reaction to what uh, Godwin just outlined for us? Okay. Uh, I guess not. I guess not. I think we've got Busaya also back with us. But then, um, Tineke, mm-hmm. let me let me let me come to you. Let me come to you now. Let's uh, take a look at some of the sports. Of course, we can't go through all of the sports today, but we'd only take two, and then uh, we'll do the you know. Let's talk table tennis. You, you earlier mentioned the fact that when the table tennis list came out, there were a lot of talks surrounding it. Uh, but then, when you looked at the, that list, you saw the people who would be coming through. You were at the recent uh, ITTF championships. In, uh, in in Lagos, you saw the strength of the Nigerian uh, players at that one. Do you think we've got medal hopefuls as far as um, table tennis is concerned at the Commonwealth Games? Yeah, I think we do. I think we do. We still have the likes of Aruna Kodri. Um, it's a pretty funky ocean. Ike is not there, but it's the Fatima Bilu who defeated, um, who only lost to Anagoda in the final. She defeated the Africa number one, El Shabadi, in the semi-finals, and she was able to improve her ranking. She got into the top 100. So I think um, we have a lot of players. There's Esther in the mix. There's um, the Muslim girl, forgotten her name, in the mix also. But we have a lot of players that did very well at that tournament. And I think that tournament was a major criteria in choosing, in choosing those players to represent Nigeria and the Commonwealth after this success because most of those players, the, the only guy that is unknown there is Amadi. I think it's at that tournament that people got to know him and people got to see what he has to offer. So I think that tournament was like a criteria for choosing the players that get to represent Nigeria at the Commonwealth Games. Funke, uh, I think um, Calvin is pointing out something now. He says, uh, he says, that's interesting, Tinoke Funke. Calvin is saying Funke Oshinaike is back in the team, but I won't be going with, to you with this one. Raymond. Funke Oshinaike was out of the team for a long time. So many Nigerians have asked the questions: Why is Funke Oshinaike always a part of uh, the Commonwealth Games uh, when she really, or always a part of Nigerian contingent to this tournament? Uh, uh, she was out of the team. She's back in the team. What do you make of that interesting <laughs> quagmire? <laughs> the mama herself is back. I hope you can hear me. Yes, of course we can. Yeah, I think uh, bringing her back. Uh, um, maybe I should put it this way. Uh, I think a lot of people have been raising eyebrows about Funke being in the team and I hate for the six. Uh, the question remains is it that we can't uh, get uh, more talent to watch on the field and enjoy right there to Or is it that we just feel like uh, our experience we actually matters and in this kind of game? Uh, for me, I won't turn into Funke. I come back to the team that hey, yes, it's an individual sport, you want to look at it, but then we've got a much more when you meet much more younger players and energetic players who can take you out uh, in a in team called line, then it's definitely also have a kind of negative effect on the players that have, have gone through, uh, irrespective of whether they have more, more experience uh, than function like it. Uh, so, uh, coming back into the team again, well. For me, like I said, I don't think uh, it should be 
Well, I'll just stick with it. Except, I don't know, is anybody being removed for her in that thing? That's why I'm coming back. I think I need to ask that as well. Very, uh, I think it's, it's a very interesting uh, situation, you know, Kunkel Shanaike leaving, uh, not being left out and coming back. It's, it's one of those things that perfectly describes how Nigeria works. Of course, sometimes looking at all of the conversations surrounding it, I think I'll just take everyone's um, opinion about that because it, it's going to. I don't think it's in the public sphere uh, yet. I don't think lots of people know this yet. Uh, but then it's going to be interesting. So if we just take two minutes, everyone talking about this, and then we'll round up, and then we'll continue from there uh, at a later date. Uh, Busaya, let me start with you. And the question is, when do we grow? They say we are the future of tomorrow. When is the future coming? Uh is getting old, she's not getting much younger. And uh, the place, at least, all these Egyptians, um, the Chinese people, Indian girls who come and play us. I think with that, we can't get together uh, from the table where we're talking about the female class. But please, when the officialities will be done out and we know if she had actually made the final cut. Well, you can't just predict the game of tennis. It's an individual game, and when luck is on your side at times, you might just kind of deal with a medal. I agree with you on that one. Um, Godwin, what's, what's your opinion? Um, I'm just, just getting to know that Funke is back in it. Truthfully, uh, Funke is a legend, and uh, sometimes you probably want to say, oh, um, the future needs to get in. We need to get the young players, the young athletes into the game. But the truth is, they must also take it. It is not for a given. Um, it is not casting stone that as a young athlete because you're young the experienced guys will just leave the state just like that yes I subscribe to the succession plan I subscribe to building prospects and having them take over but you must want it to be there um, I, I think um, the table tennis inspiration release the, the list I would go to the Commonwealth Games I'm not sure if one is there perhaps maybe some kind of magic could happen as she gets um, I do not know. Well, we've got we've got green horns. We've got we've got eight athletes in total, four men and four women. You know, the men's table tennis team packed, of course. World, world number eleven, Africa's number one. I don't know quite to of course. Not forgetting our largely Omar, who's currently the African champion in there. Uh, but they are building it also in there. Amadi Omer could also make it. And um, for the for the women's team, we've got four, and the only experienced player in there is um Ophion Edem. She's been there for a while, also um also been in Europe for a number of years now. But Fatima Bello, Esther Ori, and also Ajoke Ojomo are greenhorns. They're making their debut as far as the Commonwealth Games is concerned. We don't know what to expect, but perhaps just one of them they need to also. You know, show the world what they've got. I think the future is now. Um, the 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 display or what these young ladies will do for the children of mind. She's back, or can she get into the team? That's a different question entirely. So I'm looking forward to Fatima and Joke and Aman. Yeah, yeah, Aman, Esther, Joke and Fatima Beto. What they put out there are the common things that might and things, or perhaps just the code. Interesting. Um, Tunike, how about you? Of the medal and in other competitions, so, so uh, just to wish them all the best of luck and hope we can do very well. Yeah, uh, uh, of course, wishing them the best of luck and hope we can guarantee uh, uh, something uh, huge coming out of that one. Raymond is asking lots of questions. Is someone being pulled out for home care? 
uh, who came up with this. Well, Raymond, just, I'm just also hearing it for the first time, just like you're also hearing it. So I think uh, probably we can just do lots of findings in the next two, three days, and then we can come back on episode two, and we can begin with that topic. Is someone being pulled out for her? Is she is she coming in to replace someone? Is she also just going to be a plus on all of those conversations, all of those topics? But really, I want to thank everybody for being a part of your Sports Milk podcast uh, for the Commonwealth Series. It's the first episode, and it has been a blast. It has been huge, of course, listening to you guys talk about your opinions about the Commonwealth Games and everything that surrounds it. Of course, we're wishing everyone at the World Athletics Championships that's not about the Nigerian athletes all the best. We'll be keeping tabs on them. Thank you so much, Roger Tanya, for joining us on this one. Tineke, it's a pleasure having you here. Raymond, always a pleasure. Uh, Butaya, thank you so much also for being a part of this. Huge thank you, of course, also to my producer, Kevin Onka, who has also been right here with us, helping us dot our eyes and cross our teeth. Until we come again for episode two of your fourth member podcast, the Commonwealth Series. Always, always enjoy and love, love sports. My name is Mary Akinshala. Bye for now.